Pelicans lose to the Thunder. 117-112, four-game winning streak is over. And more importantly, Brandon Ingram might be hurt. Let's talk about it in today's episode of Locked On Pelicans. Let's go. You are Locked On Pelicans, your daily New Orleans Pelicans podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to another edition of Locked On Pelicans, the daily podcast covering your favorite team, the New Orleans Pelicans in NBA, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day, available wherever you get your podcasts. I'm your host, Pelicans Insider, credential member of the media, Jake Madison, at Nola Jake on Twitter. Here with you all on this Monday, kicking off a week's worth of shows, and we should have shows all week long for you all, talking all things Pelicans, Brandon Ingram. Zion Williamson. Trade targets probably going to come up into this too as the Pelicans look to end 2021 on a high note with their game on Tuesday tomorrow. Thank you for making Locked On Pelicans your first listen every single day. We're free and available on all platforms for y'all breaking down everything you want to know about this team. Also on YouTube as well. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube. Tell a friend about the show and leave a five-star review with a comment. So let's dive into this game. The Pelicans losing to the Oklahoma City Thunder 117-112. I think this is a really interesting game because it's one of those ones where you can read this as two different ways. There's there's definitely a glass half full approach to it. There's kind of a glass half empty approach ignoring the Brandon Ingram stuff that we'll talk about in the first segment here. We'll get into the positives from this game in the second segment and then if you want to stop listening after that because you want to hear something only happy, great. If you want to hear a little bit more, we're going to talk about some of the downsides of this game in the third segment. Because they fought. They tried to make this close. This was always going to be a tough game to win without Brandon Ingram. But this team was down 17. Brandon Ingram was a minus 12 when he was out there on the court. Clearly hampered by something. But you've got to win this game, right? Like this is, there's a long season, yes, but these games matter. And they didn't play for a quarter, the first one. So we'll talk about that in the third segment of today's show. But let's lead off with Brandon Ingram. Brandon Ingram getting pulled from this game after eight minutes and 40-something seconds of action, 43 seconds of action, where he, he couldn't make a shot. 0 for 3 during that time, 0 for 2 from 3. He grabbed two rebounds, two assists, one steal, one turnover. No points. Looked a little bit off. You saw the Pelicans come out really lackadaisical and like they didn't care. Maybe that was partially because their leader, Brandon Ingram, who's been on a heater, by the way, was not really capable of getting it going. So he's pulled from the game, and then all of a sudden you could you realized he wasn't on the bench, and then like within a minute or two after that, the Pelicans put out that Brandon Ingram, because of left Achilles uh, soreness, would not return to the game, and he was going to be out. So anytime it's an Achilles, that's that's a big concern, right? Like that's that's something that kind of scares you to not return to the game and try and play through it. And the Pelicans were down double digits at that point. So maybe they just were like, okay, whatever, it's not worth it given where they, you know, where this team is. And that at that point it was looking like a likely loss and likely a big loss for the team. I can see them just saying, yeah, no, don't worry about it. Let's just kind of keep him off of it and let him rest a little bit. So we don't know exactly what degree. It is, or how it happened, right? Willie Green, after the game, said that Brandon Ingram didn't have pain before. And then during the game, he complained of some soreness in his left Achilles, and they pulled him, and he asked for a sub to come out. This is a guy who's been playing really hard and great basketball recently. For him to ask for a sub to come out is concerning, right? Like, that's 
that's something that worries you. And that's something that worries me to kind of hear that. And then obviously to go immediately to the locker room. So we'll see. We're waiting on now imaging. And the Pelicans said, when you're listening to this today, we have maybe a better idea of what the injury is. Obviously, we'll get an update before the game tomorrow. And hopefully it's not a big deal. Brandon Ingram has been playing some of the best basketball of his career. Over the past 11 games, not counting this one, he's averaging 27.6 points per game, so 28 points per game, 6 rebounds, and 5.7 assists, so almost 6 assists per game. High usage rate, only having 2 turnovers per, shooting 51% from the field, 35% from 3, getting to the line 7 times, and shooting it... 78% from there. Those are really good numbers. When you compare them to, say, Zion Williamson last year, he doesn't quite equal that, right? In different kinds of players, Zion, with such unbelievable efficiency at the rim, shooting, you know, at that stretch that I have in here, through 46 games from what they went with the point Zion approach to everything and experience, right? Zion averaged 28 points per game, so same as Brandon Ingram is averaging right here, and 4.3 assists. 4.3. Brandon Ingram is basically an assist and a half more than that per game right now. If you want to understand how much his playmaking has grown, and of course it coincides with the team and their good play during this stretch, right? It is built around that. You know, it was, they were in those 11 games, they're seven and four over this 11 game stretch where he's averaging almost six assists per game. They needed someone to be a creator, to be an offensive focal point, and he's doing it. 28 points, six rebounds, six assists is incredible. He was playing some of the best basketball and most impactful basketball of his career, I think. Looking like an all-star, should have been getting, should be getting, I should say, all-star consideration. If this is a significant injury, this sucks. We knew he hurt his hip earlier in the year. He missed a bunch of games because of that, right? Uh, One, two, three, four, five, six, seven games. And then it took him a little bit to kind of come back and really start to play at the level he is. Clearly, these injuries can kind of linger with him and can really impact him when he's not fully healthy out there on the court and he tries to play through. One, he should not try and play through any sort of Achilles injury. And two... That might mean they kind of shut him down for a little bit, which obviously changes the trajectory potentially of the Pelican season. There's some talent here and they fight hard. Yes. But is it enough to overcome and win a game? Not necessarily. So we're kind of waiting on imaging, which is something we're a little bit all too familiar with here in New Orleans. Not a fun situation. We'll have more updates when it comes to Brandon Ingram as they come up. So make sure you're subscribed to Locked on Pelicans for the latest and what it means for the team, how it impacts the team. So we'll get back to talking about this game, the 117-112 loss to the Oklahoma City Thunder coming up here next in today's episode of Locked on Pelicans. Let's look at the good. We're going to be optimistic. Let's look at the good coming up here next in today's episode of Locked on Pelicans. Before we get to that, though, today's episode of Locked on Pelicans is brought to you by True. Build. Do you know why free trials renew without your consent? It's a business scam that's out to get you, so don't let greedy corporations pocket your money. Download Truebill to take control of your subscriptions. Truebill is the new app that helps you identify and stop paying for subscriptions you don't need, want, or simply forgot about. And on average, people save up to $720 a year with Truebill. Because companies make subscriptions hard to cancel, so Truebill is going to make it incredibly simple. Just link your accounts and Truebill will cancel your unwanted subscriptions in one tap. I love that you can save money with this and they make it easy to do something that is a pain, right? You got to go through layers to cancel things. You're worried you might have to just change your credit card number or something like that because your bank's not going to help you out when it comes to that sort of stuff. 
So use Truebill, make it easy and save that money. So don't fall for subscription scams. Start canceling today at Truebill.com slash LockedOnNBA. Go right now, Truebill.com slash LockedOnNBA. Could save you thousands a year. Truebill.com slash LockedOnNBA. All right, thank you for making Locked On Pelicans your first listen every single day. For your next listen, check out the Locked On Now podcast. Nightly recaps of every NBA game with analysis from our local experts. Only we can do this. Only Locked On can do this. After every game, I film like a minute and a half long quick little video recap. I put them on Twitter almost every time after the game just to kind of give you a quick rundown, right? Every host does that. And then we compile them into one show. So if you want to know what happened in every NBA game and get more context and information than just the box score is going to provide, listen to this. It's like eight minutes long. That's it. It's not a big deal whatsoever. And you're going to get all that recap from around the NBA with the analysis from the people who cover the team on a daily basis. Listen to Locked On Now on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or watch it on the Locked On NBA YouTube channel. All right, so let's keep talking about the Pelicans lost to the the Pelicans lost to the Oklahoma City Thunder 117-112, snapping their four-game winning streak. You know, kind of falling back down to earth a little bit, and then the Brandon Ingram news really puts a damper on everything here. But this team fought, right? You know, look, they got down early. They they got run out in that first period, 32 to 18, but after that they fought really hard and won the rest of the game. Next three quarters they won. You know, so being down by 17, being able to kind of come back from this, make this a game late, tells you a lot about kind of the guys here and the fight. And they were led in part by Josh Hart. This dude didn't want to lose this game. And we've heard Antonio Daniels talking about how they feel that, you know, he could be, I was, I was just getting an email and I was like, oh, is that the update on Brandon Ingram? It is not. Um, they feel that he should be getting more votes or more consideration for most improved player. Really showed it off, right? 29 points in this one, 10 rebounds, 4 assists, 3 steals. He didn't want to lose. 3 of 7 from deep, 10 of 17. He's been shooting well. He's a one-man fast break. He gets out and hustles and is just relentless this year and he looks more controlled than he has before attacking the basket dicing through defenders finishing with almost an easy layup for him he looks like a different player Willie Green has kind of freed him from the shackles of just standing in a corner that he was put into by uh, former head coach Stan Van Gundy He looks like a different player. He's been given more responsibilities and he seems to kind of embrace that, right? They're letting him be a creator, a playmaker more. And that's really opened his game up. It's given some threat to the Pelicans, I think, on the weak side, which they never really had before. And you need that when you don't really have like kind of that primary point guard, right? So that's excellent from him. And again, dude doesn't want to lose. If they won this game, it would have been because of Josh Hart's heart. Yeah, you guys can boo me on that one. I'm, sh- I'm sure you will. But he went out and, man, you know, you just see a dude who leaves it all out on the court. He's kind of the definition of that guy. You know, he's grown so much as a player, the playmaking, more controlled trying to score and more confident in his scoring ability and being willing to do that. And as that confidence has grown, notice his three-point shot's gotten better too, right? He was scared to shoot some of those last year. He's not scared this year. He's been unbelievable for the team and just such an important part of who they are and what they do so is Herb Jones who in this one was very excellent I thought 15 points on the night from him two of five from three seeing that shot fall was really great six rebounds as well and of course from him really really good defense 
you know, didn't limit Shea Gilgis-Alexander as much as you would like. He scored 31 in this one. But, man, the guy is so good to even get the ball out of his hands and let others somewhat try and beat you, which they did in Aaron Wiggins, which was kind of unacceptable, right? And we'll get into this in the next segment. That you know, he, He's been good. He's just been as good as advertised. He's so much fun to watch. He tries so damn hard. And, again, some players might quit when you go down 17, B.I. is not coming back in the game. And then you have this plucky group that's like, no, we're going to keep fighting. And look, even Garrett Temple was really good in this one. And I've given him a lot of crap this year, deservedly so. But he was excellent. 22 points on the night, 17 um, shot attempts, not making nine of them. You haven't really seen that from him. Six rebounds. Defense was okay at times, but they needed another guy to step up. They needed another guard to step up, right? And he was the one that went out and absolutely delivered. You saw some really good play from guys. You're seeing Tomas Sadoransky at times make... One or two things that were really good. He didn't shoot well in this one, but he actually did play pretty well overall. Five rebounds, four assists. Just not enough to overcome the hole that they were in. But again, fighting, going out and playing with some pride and not giving up. And you have to give these guys a lot of credit. And look, the last one I want to mention here, Jackson Hayes making the most of his minutes. 18 and a half minutes, or 18, yeah, 18 and a half minutes in this one. 15 points on the night, six rebounds, including a couple of crazy dunks and just hustle plays. Fighting for boards, getting the ball, going back up, strong to the basket, and putting it in. He has needed that. Significantly needed, needed, needed that sort of type of game to really go out and get some confidence and show maybe they need to give him another shot. He didn't have a great game before, but he did in this one with no Jonas Valanciunas and you need someone to step up. That is stepping up in that capacity. So great performance by him, but just overall, again, no Brandon Ingram, no Valanciunas, not enough to do it on the night to get the Pelicans a victory. So coming up, let's look at the bad, right? There was good. We're acknowledging that. I'm talking about that here, but there's some things that that do frustrate you in this Game And let's talk about that coming up here next in today's episode of Locked On Pelicans. Before we get to that, though, today's episode of Locked On Pelicans is brought to you by Built Bar. This holiday season, grab the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar, even better than a candy bar, really. Filled with so much holiday goodness, Built Bar rich with decadent flavor, covered in chocolate. Amazingly low in calories, sugar, net carbs, and fat, but high in protein. So you get the best of both worlds. Delicious and healthy. And they have so many flavors, you're going to have a hard time choosing. Go to Built.com right now. You're going to find something you like. Whether it is the peppermint chocolate, if you're really, if you're an eggnog fan, I am. They have an eggnog flavored built bar. Their mainstay flavors, double chocolate, mint brownie, raspberry, cookies and cream, all excellent. They're soft. They're easy to chew. They're not dry. They're not going to make you need to chug down a bottle of water or anything like that. So make sure you pick up a couple of these to finish the year strong. And you can do that over at built.com and use our promo code lock 15 to get 15% off your next order. Again, promo code lock 15. You're going to get 15% off over at built.com. All right, thank you for making Locked On Pelicans your first listen every single day. We're free and available five days a week on all platforms. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube as well. No paywall or anything like that. Just five days a week talking Pelicans. We're here reliably for you all week long. And now for your second listen, it's a Monday night game. I don't know who's playing for the Saints right now. That's why I'm checking out Locked On Saints host Ross Jackson, making sure I know what's going on with Ian Book and all of these COVID-related um, minuses for the team that's going on right now. So make sure you check out Locked On Saints wherever you get your podcasts as 
Well, so today we're talking about the 117-112 loss to the Oklahoma City Thunder. Brandon Ingram injury. We're waiting on updates on that. I've got like my phone. I'm waiting on like standby for it here. Um, I do need to check that after I record this. Um, and then we also looked at the good. There was good. They fought. They deserve a lot of credit for playing three really strong quarters in this game. Re- three really strong quarters in this game. Okay. But you know what? A basketball game isn't three quarters. It's four. So as much we as we want to give them a lot of credit, they put themselves in this hole. Like they put themselves in this hole with terrible, terrible first quarter play. It was horrible. Maybe some of that was Brandon Ingram being injured. I'm not entirely sure, right? I've seen a lot of people being like, they would have won this game easily with BIL game in there. They were minus 12 with him on the floor. I'm not going to go out and say that just yet, right? This is a team that had six turnovers in there and were getting absolutely wrecked by Lou Dort, who admittedly is one of the better perimeter defenders out there. He had four steals, basically all in the first quarter, right? Don't make it that easy on him. He was just taking the ball away. He was beating Pelicans players to their spot because they were being lazy. They came out lackadaisical. You can't do that, right? You want to show that you're turning a corner. You can't have quarters like that. You cannot have quarters like that. You can't let Aaron Wiggins, who was just in the G League, go three of three and score seven points. You know, when you look at some of the guys that are putting up these performances, they're not tremendous players, right? You're seeing real big issues on defense with this team still. The backcourt doesn't defend well. Devontae Graham, you know, scored 15 points in this on 13 shots. That's not good. And was a terrible negative on defense all game long. All game long. He was really, really rough when he was out there. And... If you're going to do that, you're, you're not going to be a good team, and I'm not going to look at you as a good team. Yeah, you had a four-game winning streak. That was nice. It was the longest in the NBA for a little bit. You know, and again, I'm going to give you credit for three quarters of play, but a game is four. And yes, there's a long season left to go to try and get into this and to kind of still see improved play. But again, you can't keep doing this. This was a winnable game even without Brandon Ingram, Right. It was. They could have potentially done it. He didn't score a point and they lost by five. You had your chances to get this but couldn't do it. Those turnovers creeped up late in the fourth quarter too. And you got lucky with, I think, that uh, flagrant call on Lou Dort that gave the Pelicans two shots and the ball back. So I think it's a mixed bag, right? You can be positive about this team, but you can also realistically look at what they did to themselves. And they didn't deserve to win this game because of it. Or... They would have won it if they just came out and played like they should have played, like they did the next three quarters. Again, long season, yes. But these games count towards the standings now. We've seen the Thunder miss the playoffs because of one game in the middle of the season against this Pelicans team, the double-clutch Anthony Davis 3. So these games very, very much matter. Or was it, was it Emeka Okafor? I forget whoever it was. Um, these games very, very much matter. You need to go out and win them and play them the way that they should be played. So as much as I want to give this team credit, you lost this game yourself. Yourself. Yes, there's a lot of Ludort that, that wrecked things for the Pelicans in the beginning. The Pelicans made it so easy. A lot of those were essentially unforced errors, I thought. So you got to cut that out if you want to be considered a team that's turning the corner. 
They're showing some flashes of it. Am I ready to declare that just yet? No, this was the easy part of their schedule, right? You won those last two games. You needed to win this one. And then you have a tough game on Tuesday against the Cavs who are good this year. And then the start to the year is brutal, right? You've got Milwaukee on the first, a back-to-back road home back-to-back against the Jazz and Suns, something like that. And then, you know, your team is then taking on the Golden State Warriors. I think both of those are at home. Yeah, all three of those are at home. That's a rough start to the year. You you know, you can't play like this and expect to even be close in the fourth. It's got to be better than that. And that's where we'll see if the Pelicans really are turning the corner. You're looking to still go 3-1 and one over these past four when you count the Cavs game. But if you lose that, you're 2-2. Two and two. Is that really turning a corner against an easier part of your schedule? And I'm not sure that it is. So we'll find that. Let me know. Do you still think they're turning the corner? Or are you, you a little bit hesitant? Let me know in the YouTube comments here. So that's going to do it for this episode of Locked On Pelicans. Thank you all very much for listening. Looking forward to a good, fun sh- run of shows this week. As always, I'm your host, Jake Madison, at Nola Jake on Twitter. And I'll be back with you all tomorrow.